0: Hey, welcome to the very first episode of Dan Time. I'm your host, Dan Mcardle. You're here. You made it. You're back. You're back. You you showed up. You followed through. You heard something on the trailer that made you think, eh, okay, all right. I'll I'll check it out. I'll give it one shot. I'll see what it's all about." Or, all right. I know Dan. I know Dan from somewhere. This is interesting. I got 15 minutes. What you know? I'll. I'll burn it on on his show. Well, you're going to be glad you did. You came to the right place. And this show, like I said on the trailer, is going to deliver impactful guests on a weekly basis that mostly happen to be named Dan. You're going to laugh. You're going to think. You're going to draw on some old experiences. You're going to uh, draw some inspiration from these guests. For week one, now this is something that just happened in the past 24 hours. We had a uh, schedule change. My first guest, I'm going to have to move to week two, won't get into the details, but that left an opening with about a 24-hour window to fill it. And I, I was in a little bit of a predicament, but I thought, okay, option A is to move the start back one week. Don't want to do it. Do not want to do it. We're going to be consistent. Option B would be to scramble and try to find any Dan, any old Dan at the last second. I walk into a store and see a guy with a name tag that says Dan. Hey, you look like you'd be a good, a good guest for, for Dan time. Come on. Let's do it here. Let's do it on the spot. You got 15 minutes. So uh, that was not an option. So, in order to keep this thing going in the direction that I had planned on, I had one call to make. One phone call. You've been there. You know who it is. You know who you need when it's, when it's go time and something has fallen through. Who's that person in your life? You know who it is. For me, for this show, for right now, that person was Jim Powell. Jim Powell. Powell, ladies and gentlemen, not a household name, unless you grew up around us uh, 20 years ago, 15, 16 years ago, but a massive presence, a giant of a man, a heart of gold, the guy that I asked to marry me and my wife almost five years ago, Jim Powell. This is a guy that I spent several years working in the service industry alongside, Admittedly spent a few late nights with Jim Powell. Jim and I have been through a lot together. And in the past 10 years, because um, we were best friends in Birmingham, and for the past 10 years, we have not physically been around each other. And with the advent of smartphones, I'm sure you can relate. You just don't, don't talk on the phone a lot, even with a very close friend. We're texting most of the time with a lot of people. So Jim and I, you know, back in 2005 and 6 and 7 and certainly 0 a lot of phone calls. A lot of, hey, what are you doing? What's going on? What, what are you doing tonight? What's going on this weekend? Watching a game and picking up the phone and calling and talking about it. So to have this conversation with Jim was really special because we just don't get to do it very often anymore. So luckily, I asked him to step in, and of course he said yes. Of course he said yes. What I was wanting to do was to more or less save Jim Powell for, a, uh, for like a bonus episode. I mean, this is, in my opinion, such an A-lister that I wanted to keep him in the back pocket and probably you know, pull him out in a year or two. Um, that's how important that's how highly I think of this guy. So obviously with someone that you're very close with and you go back a, a couple decades or or even five or ten years, there's a lot of inside jokes, a lot of anecdotes that only you two remember. I kept that in mind and I realized, hey, this is a broad audience. We're not going to walk down every one of those paths because we're, we're just going to lose the average listener. So uh, you'll see here, I hope, that we spared you some of that stuff and, and a couple times it just comes out because it it naturally does with the two of us but um you're going to enjoy this episode so i tried to avoid it i wanted it i wanted to stack the deck with dan's and instead we're going to start out with a it's it's still a three-letter name jim i call him jimmy sometimes but this is jim and he knows about dan time he knows about dan time i let him off the hook I let him off the hook or or, or maybe I let myself off the hook. You'll see in this conversation, I did not ask him, what does Dan time mean to you? He knows exactly what it means. Trust me. He knows exactly (laughs) what Dan time means or what it once meant. So, uh, we didn't get it. We didn't cover it. So we'll see how much of a, of a cliffhanger we can make this thing. Uh, we're both huge Cubs fans. We did not talk about the Chicago Cubs. Really should have. They are four games over 500 at this point in August. And just having a pretty exciting second half. And um, we didn't touch on that, but that's okay. Another thing you'll notice, and I want I want to quote my dad here. My dad's got a lot of great lines. And, you know, when you're 10 years old, you think that he came up with all of them. Uh, you don't realize that some some things are just kind of in the vernacular, but uh it maybe he didn't come up with this one either, but I like to think that they're mostly original. Done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. You'll notice that Jim's audio quality is much stronger than mine. And there's a reason for that. There's there's a switch that I didn't flip and uh and it caused uh, some degre- degradation in the quality of uh, my microphone. I listened to it. It bothered me a little bit, but we're going to move forward. The conversation is great. That's what we're, that's what we're here for. So you're going to love this episode. I'm not going to continue talking here. If you like Dan Time, if you want to reach out to the show to me, you can reach me at dantimepod at gmail.com. I'm on all the socials at dantimepod on x, there's the Facebook page. There's Instagram, Dan Time Pod. Enjoy this conversation with me and Jim Powell. You're going to love it. Thanks for listening to Dan Time. Jim, how are you doing, man?
1: Man, Dan, I am fantastic. I am thrilled, thrilled uh, to be the first guest on a podcast dedicated to Dan speaking with other Dans. Um, the irony is not lost on me. I love it. Uh, you know, my wife's maiden name was Daniel, so and I think that qualifies me. And my first name is three letters, uh, just like Dan, so I think that's good enough for me, and should be good enough for your listeners. And if they have a problem with it, you know, they have your Twitter. Account. Well, listen,
0: you're I, you're checking enough boxes there. I would be lying if I said that I'm not slightly disappointed that we didn't save you for a bonus episode, or you know, just this was 24 hours ago. Jim Powell was not going to be the kickoff guest on Dan Time. I mean, why mm-hmm. would you be? This is—I did not bill it to be somebody yeah. other than a Dan. I, I've been I've basically been lying to my listeners. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, those those two people out there are been like for at least <laughs> those two yeah, people out there. for the past week. I mean, I've been promoting. <laughs> I've been I've been tweeting or zeting or whatever they call it.
1: Are you going to have to go into hiding when this drops for fear of repercussions that your listeners will revolt because you're not having a Dan on to start? Dan time?
0: I think we're not barely making liftoff here. I mean, this thing is D-O-A, yeah.
1: Jim. <laughs> no, it's not. All this is fantastic. Of, all credibility
0: has been lost.
1: No, uh, this is great. You're Dan, and so this is time with Dan. Dan okay. time. Um, You know, if people get dual
0: Dans, that's just a a bonus. Well, listen, uh, so Jim and I, Jim and I, Quim and I, we go back back, uh, over 20 years. So we graduated high school together. We became really close pals in the early 2000s. And back then, we always talked on the phone. I probably Uh called Jim Powell daily, usually after hours, usually, hey, what are you doing tonight? And so mm-hmm. for for those of you listening who may be twenty seven years old or even thirty four years old and you really don't have any experience with this, you kinda had to do it out of necessity. In some ways I miss it, in other ways, you know you know, when you pick up the phone to call your buddy to see what was going on that weekend or that night, you're not staring forlornly into a blue screen. <laughs> pumping out a message that you know is pretty straightforward or you're saying hey man what's going on but you know you just get animated and uh i'm rambling here jim but that's what that's what we used to do and we don't really you and i don't talk anymore like we used to this is a real treat for me even though like i said i couldn't deliver a dan out the gate ladies and gentlemen this is by far the next best thing
1: uh, absolutely the next best thing to an, another Dan Dan Quayle or you know Dan Deerdorf as you've <laughs> said in the past um and of course the Mount Rushmore has to the head at the top is your boy Dan Marino so i i'm happy just to be here uh you know and love speaking to you about you know things that uh are going on in the Daniverse as it were so you know I, i'm happy to talk to you as long as you'll have me and again i'm just you know honored to to be your first guest. And, you know, I'm sorry to everybody who comes after me, cause they're going to have a whole lot to live up to. Um, you know, you big go. shoes to fill. There you so, go.
0: Well, yeah. and you would think that starting a show called Dan time that I, I would just have Dan's from near and far, just beating down my door, trying to get, on, <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying to get on the show. And uh, maybe I had a little bit of that expectation. Uh, not that they'd come out of the Woodworth, what, did I say Woolworth? Boy.
1: Woolworths, the the old drugstore from <laughs> the Five and Dime. Hey, they haven't come out of the Woolworth. episode. A, another
0: episode idea. Yeah. But yeah, you, I, yeah. I thought, okay, well, I just kind of reach up and grab a Dan, and and we'll uh, we'll have an episode, folks. Let, let me tell you, if you're yeah. thinking about starting something like this, and your name is Josh, or your name is uh, Susan, <laughs> or whatever, they they're just not. People like to talk. People like to be heard. People aren't aren't just crazy about being recorded, though. Probably
1: a little. Or, longer. I'm I'm proud of you for just approaching, you know, every Dan on the street you come across and asking him to be on a podcast with you.
0: And, and trust, you know me, I'll do it. The thought crossed mm-hmm. my mind this week because I had a late cancellation, uh, which is no big deal. This guy is going. To, you're going to love our, our first Dan out the gate. But I thought, okay, if I go to the store, if I go to Dollar General or something, and I see a name tag, and that name tag says Dan, I have. Pitching oh this my guy gosh. about being on the show.
1: <laughs> oh, sure. The light would shine down. Angels would sing. It would be kismet. It, it, you it better meant to believe be. it.
0: But, uh, no, it's, this is, this is going to be fun. And, Jim, what better what better way to start off than to have you here. You married my wife and I. We, we uh, worked some of our best years, our formative years, our wasted youth time period. We, we worked together <laughs> in an awesome pizza restaurant, Mellow Mushroom which regionally some of you might be familiar with. Uh, Jim, let's let's kind of jump off right there. and I mean, I've got a lot of things I want to hit on, but Mellow Mushroom. What was the last time oh you ate there? Oh, my goodness. We
1: ate there, oh, man, maybe two weeks ago. You know, they opened a second location on down on Highway 280 down yonder, and uh, we just happened to go in there. We, we love it. My daughter is just enraptured with their pretzels with beer cheese, which is not the beer cheese we didn't have when we worked there. Um, but their beer cheese dipping sauce is outstanding. That's literally one of the you know four food groups for my daughter, along with real pizza, chicken nuggets, and uh, Texas Let me ask toast. does
0: she ever take a, a, a carrot or a celery stick and scoop ranch and basically use that that, that <laughs> use no, that as a vehicle no. to just get ranch? That would you would if good parents
1: would probably have worked that in with their kids. We were not able to do that. She may use a you know, a piece of, uh, pizza crust and dip it in ranch, but she is sure she never would she put a carrot or a piece of celery in ranch and, and eat it. She is not a vegetable eater. Unfortunately, we're, we failed in that, in that category, but, um, but yeah, she'll, uh, she'll eat some fruits, but yeah, mellow mushroom is one yeah, of our Yeah, let's stay
0: on target here with mellow mushroom. We're, we're, we're not going to uh, sit here very long, but mellow mushroom pizza bakers. I mean, I didn't know I'd be plugging them, but what tell me about tell me your thoughts when you think about two thousand two? I know I think you started no one there, and I came on came on in 02. Mm-hmm. But what do you remember? What's you know what, what's your takeaway from that time period?
1: Well, I mean, I loved it. You know, I obviously super fond of it and have fond memories because I met my wife there. Right. Um, it's also the yeah, you know we had very yeah with new girl. We had very little turnover, um, I felt like, even for that time. And nowadays, you go down to Southside or just about anywhere in the country, and there's these, you know, boutique pizza places. Um, Back in 2002, when Mel Mushroom came in, that was, it was it. It was the spot, you know, you didn't have Slice or... Um, any of these other hundreds of, like I said, boutique pizza places you had at that time, you had all the chains, Papa John's Caesars, you know, pizza hut, Domino's. And then when Mel mushroom came, it was like, wow, you can go eat pizza, have beer, different crazy toppings, you know, artichokes, uh, you know, I mean, spinach, it was just, it was different. So the restaurant was really cool. The vibe was cool. South side was still a really and happening when, when place. South side um, it's
0: the South side of Birmingham, Alabama it's mm-hmm. i haven't been down there in quite some time but 20 years ago it was a hot spot it was a fun place to be we were right it right was. across the street from yeah. a, a dance club that why well, that was fun jim remember mm-hmm. when we closed down the restaurant and just people, people watch
1: <laughs> yeah just people watch out on the porch with the lights off was just a highlight of every day um and yeah it was just a great place to work I I we Kelly and I went through my wife and thought about it one day like the amount of couples and kids that came from people that worked there. I think there's like 10 kids from people that met at Mel mushroom back in that day. Um I think it was unique in that way and it was a real family atmosphere and still talk to some of those people regularly. Um you know everybody show up. There you, you go. Know, the owner was great. Yeah. Um, big fan of his. He was the father of the two guys who originally opened it. He was uh, real hands-on and just a great guy. Um, you know, as were the two original owners. Uh, but yeah, I loved it down there, man. Got to meet you, good friends for for life. So it was just a fun time. Um, yeah. One yeah.
0: thing I want to—I'll keep coming back to this and uh, other future episodes of Dan Time, but is the topic of service and the in the interest in mm-hmm. service and um jim you're like me uh you've you've always been in some kind of role where service is at the forefront and it calls on your skills mm-hmm. to relate to people empathize with people understand people's needs and, and care about what you're doing even back then mm-hmm. when we were college students and like you said we're kind of uh, got one eye peeled and in this direction of, you know, going, going out and doing these things and hanging out with friends. But do you remember even back then where it was important to you when you showed up at work to, Hey, I'm gonna do a good job tonight. And how do
1: you relate that
0: back then and where your head was versus today?
1: Like with the, uh, staff of restaurants currently when I go in and and have, or
0: just just like how how you feel about how you go about your business. You know, we won't really talk a lot about your, your, your day to day life. Um, in that regard, do you still have this, do you still carry that mindset of, of service?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're, if you're dealing with the public or dealing with other people in, in your industry or in business, you want to be as professional as possible and as uh, approachable as possible. And, you know, just want to get out there and and shake hands and or shake hands and kiss babies as much as possible and, and service and the service industry has changed a lot in the past 20 years just from us going out to restaurants. You know, now there's still great servers, but there's also a lot of people who, I don't know. Don't seem uh, to care. (laughs) Maybe sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But that could have been the same way back then, you know. We weren't the ones going to restaurants. We were the ones working in restaurants. So back then there could have been people who said, you know, 20 years, 1980s, they weren't like that, you know. So I don't know. Everything, (laughs) it's always – uh, there's always going to be older folks that say things were better back in their day. And there's always going to be younger folks who say that they're just crotchety and uh, need to get over it. But but yeah, I think, um, you know, don't know how to segue that into something else. But I, I think that it, service today is a little different than it was. back sure. then.
0: Yeah, I, I do see it. And when I when I see um, I don't know if you're this way. And maybe this is me becoming like the dad at the restaurant that's saying, what's, what's your name, young lady? Mm-hmm. You know, with the... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. when yeah. you notice someone that's going the extra mile, maybe like, I mean, there's an ice cream store here locally that I'll take the kids to. And there's this really nice teenage guy that's like, he started telling me about what he wants to do after high school. You know, I take notice of some of those people that are working in service roles and seem like they care about what they're doing.
1: Oh, yeah they, yeah, they stand out for sure. Um,
0: so that's, that's one thing I'll touch on with, with, with each guest as we go along. Another thing with you, Jim, and we'll get back to some specifics here in a minute, but a consistently positive outlook uh, no matter what's going on. I think you as my friend over the years, you've been through a lot. You've been through a lot of things that I probably haven't even heard about. Um, but you always seem to put a good face even on a bad situation, as they say. Is there anything that you do in particular that keeps driving that positive attitude or that interest in just succeeding?
1: Ooh, that's a good question, Danimal. I don't. Um, or It's it's always easier to say just look on the bright side, you know, than to do it sometimes. But uh, you know, I was raised by a lady, my mom, who's wonderful. You know, always did everything with a smile. I only remember her one time ever getting so mad that she swore and it was when i was a little jerk and didn't want to go to church like four weeks in a row and she finally threw her hands up and um was like then fine you don't have to go uh you know so but i imagine it's just learned behavior you know being a dad and raising kids man um kids and eventually young adults and adults um are a big reflection of what they learned as children and what they saw as children and so um, you know, I would attribute, I appreciate you saying that and I would attribute, you know, my attitude to my parents and, and how I was raised and the people I was raised around and learned a long time ago that, you know, if you can't laugh at yourself, you're going to be miserable, you okay, know, so, um, yeah, well, you, I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be, um, you gotta be happy. I do not think that way about myself personally. I sometimes feel like I'm just a storm cloud, but, but maybe that's inward, and I'm a little too One thing on I
0: always thought was just, I mean, it was h- hilarious on one end and very unique on another. A lot of people don't know this because I mean, the world just doesn't know about Jim Powell. That's what I'm trying to uh, improve upon here. Yes, Jim true. over the time. years, Jim, I don't know if you still do this. I started to notice that you had a different expression <laughs> in almost every picture that you'd be captured in, whether it was with me or another group of friends. <laughs> and I don't know if that was like, <laughs> deliberate or your thing but i just thought that was so cool and kind of speaks to here's a guy who does not take himself too seriously it is hard yeah. in this world i think now to be more relaxed don't take yourself so seriously don't worry about what people are thinking about you it's probably particularly hard on mm. teenagers and when my kids get oh, yeah. get older and start going through middle school and to just oh don't worry about what they say i think that was a lot easier when we were growing up, and when we were growing up, it wasn't that easy, but yeah. it's hard. I yeah. think it's really hard now, but um, you really have just embodied that that quality, and is one of the reasons why you're my, one of my closest friends. That's a, I'm getting real close to the edge here, Jim, so... Uh, we're not- oh my goodness! Well, yeah, no I appreciate. Falls. I mean,
1: I, I'm just you know sitting here blushing and wiping away. You know, it's, there's cutting onions in here. I'm so appreciative. You know, thank you for bringing me on. This has been a real boost to my you confidence.
0: Know coming,
1: did you? I, I no, thank you. This is, is this is what Dan time's going to be every week. You can have me as a guest. You know, twice a week. I'm fine with that. But uh <laughs> but yeah, that's too, you're too kind. And you know, I'd say the same about you, man. And you know, I was. uh friends are very important to me because I was, I'm not an only child, but my brother and sister were a good bit older than me. So older, so much older that I really don't remember them living in the same house. They were 14 and 12 years older than me. So, um, and I had cousins, but they lived far away that we weren't in the same city. Um, and so once I made started making friends, when we moved, uh, back to Birmingham in second grade, you know, friends from then on were just really important to me because they were like family. So, um, it's always been important to me to, that my friends are happy and that I surround myself with you know mostly positive people
0: that 's uh especially as you move along in life i think it's it it's as important as ever, and there's almost a point where you have to make that split with maybe a pack of friends or um a saint, a, a group that you enjoy being around where you have to say all right who's going places and who's not um it, yeah.
1: Or just going different yeah, directions. Or yeah,
0: or really in the age that we live in with uh, FaceTime and group text, you can get out of your hometown. I, I mean, I know not everybody. I mean, I did, but you don't have to. But if some people are considering it and you have the means, of, like if you're still single and, and you're just running around with the same three or four people and let's just say they're not doing anything productive and they're, you go and hang out with them and they don't have anything uplifting to really talk about. Uh, this is me mm-hmm. speaking to the listeners, uh, to both you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All get to out me. of that and think. Think about make a plan yeah. about how you're going to get out of it. Don't just say, "Oh, it'd be really nice to move to Nashville." Oh, you know, maybe I'll do that next year, or maybe I'll think about that. Make a plan and small steps. But you really don't even have to move. You don't have to move to another state, or or, or move from a physical address. Sometimes it's just changing the job and figuring out what are the little steps that I can take that I could just start making this happen. But I'll talk about Mm -hmm. that more in future episodes. But yeah, Jim, I've always I've always just found you to be someone and and you're probably a little too hard on yourself in that regard. But um, that people are drawn to you seem to have uh, an easy ability to just talk to the guy in the street, um, which is something that I can that I really seek out in friends is, uh, you know, if we're out somewhere and all of a sudden I turn around and say, Where, where's Jim? Where'd he go? And then you're across, like you're across the, let's say the bar and you're just like standing <laughs> there talking to someone that I've, I, I don't recognize. And it's been going on for 12 minutes. Like that's a good quality. Well, wow. there's an interesting story. And uh, it's, well, you may have a few of them, but haven't there been some public figures that you've seen out in public and said, uh, hey, man, um, not so much Can I get your autograph, but or any story like that, that you want to talk about? Oh, <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I talked about it on uh, the podcast I have or used to are on hiatus podcast. Give me 10. But we were in um, me and uh, a couple of our friends went to uh, Nashville to watch a Titans game. And so after the game, we had to stop at White Castle because we don't have those here in Alabama for our uh, for the daytime time international listeners. And uh, White Castle is just a miniature slider burger place. And they basically have, you know, two tables. It's all order and then stand there and wait. And my goodness, the wait is it feels like 30 minutes when you've had four beers at the Titans game. Um, and so we're standing there and after we order, I look over my shoulder and it's James Carville who I'm sure you, know, I know, you know, JT on our podcast episode had no clue, but he's a, you know, a political pundit. He used to work for Clinton, right? I think anybody um, that's
0: younger than uh, 42, probably it's not a household <laughs> name, but
1: <laughs> no, but he's a, uh, I mean, he's wasn't his wife, a uh, conservative and he was pretty yeah, liberal. and was um, They didn't, they have a debate show or something or, I mean you'd know the guy though he's super I think he's from Louis he's from Louisiana he was decked out in LSU gear cuz LSU had played uh Vanderbilt before If your the day dad had,
0: had CNN uh, on in your house during the Clinton administration <laughs> you, you've heard of this guy Yes <laughs> which my dad did Yeah yes Oh
1: yeah uh and so I was like James Carville and he was like yes how are you and I you know I was like good he's man he's he's waiting for burgers he cannot yeah.
0: Get, get away. Yeah.
1: Yeah he, can't. <laughs> yeah. he can't, there's, it's a tiny restaurant, you know, he can't like get his drink. So I'm just, and like I said, I'd had a couple drinks at the Titans game and was even more um, open <laughs> to social interaction. So I was just chatting him up and for the first couple minutes it was okay. But then it was, when it was done, he, you know, he basically did the whole full three quarter body turn away from me um, to just look at the wall. <laughs> so I kind of got the, <laughs> I got the hint and just stopped talking, but but yeah, I loved seeing him, and yeah, seeing random folks out, uh, famous people, is always I fun. I always
0: wonder, like, some people that talk for a living, uh, they're analysts, they're on TV a lot, or they're um, on radio, I don't know, maybe there's some of them that, that like to just talk nonstop, and they'll engage everyone on the street, and there's probably others who are like, let me just get my to-go order here from Applebee's and just get out of
1: here. Yeah, yeah, leave me alone. Well, he. I mean, again, he was nice. Um, but heck, I don't like talking to just. I you say that I like talking to random people. It depends on if they have something yeah. interesting to say. <laughs> that, you know, so he he probably gets tired of just every rando coming up. You know, I don't know if you watch. And well, actually, I know you do because I, I sent you a uh, the first season um dvd but in practical jokers oh my god just in the past year or so when that show's ex- popularity has exploded i get told once a week that i look like <laughs> the fat guy sal from that show and <laughs> i am just so over being told that i look like him um and it's the first time in my life i've ever been um you know had a celebrity doppelganger and so it, you, I was always wondered because I would tell people they look like somebody and it would frustrate them. You know, like our friend Dave would get so tired of people telling me look like Russell Crowe and this was when Russell Crowe was a good looking dude, you know, 20 years ago. I was like, man, better Russell Crowe than John Lovitz or something, it, you know?
0: That's a great and, example. Uh, it's hard to uh, to think of celebrities where across the board, if you were to say to your friend, hey, you look just like Sandra Bullock. You know, it's like probably... Mm-hmm five or 10% of them where it's just an automatic compliment. And then there's like yeah. the vast majority You would think that that would be cool for that person. But yeah, but people do like, not
1: like it. You could say, man, you look like Brad Pitt. They'll like, shut up. I've been told that, you know, it's like it's better than Sal from impractical jokers. The fat guy with the, you know,
0: now see, the I, I, I recognize that, uh, 10, 12 years ago. And I'm like, "That kind of looks like Jim, but I thought I was like, like, man, that'd be kind of cool, but it's not, you know, it's not me. So I'm not comparing myself. Um, I haven't gotten too many of those celebrity comparisons. Who have you gotten? You've gotten some? I mean, a long, long time ago. I think somebody, when I was working at TGI Fridays, uh, mentioned Ewan McGregor. I don't know if he's what that guy does anymore, but I got
1: that once. Yeah, I could see that. That's Um, a good one.
0: Yeah.
1: He's um, Obi-Wan Kenobi.
0: Other than that, I mean... Um, That's a good one, Dan. Rick Smits, maybe, from the... Uh... <laughs> the Flying <laughs> Dutchman?
1: <laughs> no, you did never not. got You're that just one. There's, you deep guys deep. always... Uh...
0: Detlef, Detlef, Shrimp, yeah. Detlef Shrimp. Man, a lot of those guys. A lot of good memories there. Jim, yeah. we got to touch on the Gimme 10 podcast, and this is something that I've... Uh, if you guys are following me on X... Um, I just uh, posted about Gimme Ten. This is worth checking out. This is, I don't think, is out to a broad audience either. But if you enjoy listening to two guys just sit around and talk about a bag of peanuts. I mean, you don't, you're mm-hmm. not expecting that it's going to be funny. But give one of these episodes a shot. I mean, just one. The, the great thing here, and you'll see if you go uh, to their Spotify link, the last episode says this is the end now in most cases that's pretty declarative (laughs) that's it's over but uh there is and we may clear up some rumor here that we may have a fall to 2023 return of gimme 10 uh before i get confirmation Mm -hmm. on that let me just kind of pop off a few of these episode titles christmas gifts movie theaters Mm. uh Halloween candy in two parts. There's a part one and part two Halloween candy episode. Uh, Cobra Kai, there is uh, the 80s.
1: Great episode. Great Uh, episode.
0: They might be giants. Some of these odd, like cultural, musical um, footnotes in history, they're just peppered in here. Mm -hmm. One of my favorites was the birthdays episode. I think that's one of the later ones course i recommended way back drywall repair and they actually jumped on it and did an episode on drywall repair but jim
1: we did dan said he could listen to us talk about anything even drywall repair so our, our the follow-up episode was
0: about drywall but, repair
1: and it was exhilarating jim
0: if you could uh confirm or, or deny the rumor that you guys are coming back sometime this fall that would be awesome and and regardless just give us a little rundown of what gimme 10 all about
1: first things first the you know the reports of our death have been greatly exaggerated i think that's the quote but yes we are coming back um in the fall uh jt Pokerface, my podcast partner and the creator of gimme 10 is uh he moved away uh about three years ago and we tried to do um remote episodes and when he would come back to birmingham we would record episodes but it just wasn't the same and uh had lost a little bit of its luster there so we called it we decided to hang it up and um but lo and behold he has decided to move back to Birmingham thank goodness so we are going to start back um date TBD but hopefully here soon so everybody if you're listening to this please go listen like and subscribe to the gimme 10 podcast the the audio is nothing compared to what Dan time has got set up here um but we're gonna work on getting that cleaned up but the the uh The format and the subject matters are spectacular, if you ask me. And it started, because it's called Gimme Ten, was uh, we did a hard stop at 10 minutes every episode. So no matter what we talked about, we were in and out in 10 minutes. Um, JT's idea, it was JT's idea. Man, you guys really
0: kept to it also. there's very little variation, Mm -hmm. especially, I mean, towards the end, I think you kind of just let it fly. But most episodes, Mm -hmm. you're clocking out at 10.01, 9.59, 10 on the dot, and uh so folks people throw stuff at you you get recommendations people text you oh you got to watch this show you need to watch this on netflix you need to listen to this podcast you 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 got 10 minutes to just take a shot on something and and if uh, on this on uh give me 10 and um listen you know listen to listen to 12 or 13 episodes
1: you know and make your mind (laughs) up after that but uh you know give it an hour and you know Uh, 102 hours would be at 12 episodes. So, you know, that's, you could get to Auburn and back and listen to, you know, 12, 10 minute episodes. Uh, and then if you don't like it, maybe listen to 10 more episodes, but then after that, (laughs) if it's still not got you hooked. You can unsubscribe or, or stop, but yeah, uh, just give us a fair shake. So you know, forty episodes.
0: Well, Jim, this has been an excellent uh, reconnect with you. I mean, it's I, I say that like we're not going to talk again for the next two years, but I got <laughs> yeah. a I got a few little rapid fire questions that I'm probably going to uh, shoot out at, at most guests here. What are you? If you're are you listening to a band right now? Is there anything that's really setting your world on fire that you're prepared to say? Hey, you guys need to check out this song or this group.
1: Oh, uh, let me pass and come back to that. And okay. Thinking.
0: What are you watching when it's eight o'clock, eight thirty at night, <clears throat> and there's not a game on? What are you watching? Uh,
1: you know, mostly stuff from my DVR. And right now, I'm watching What We Do in the Shadows. I don't know if uh, you've ever heard of it, but it's a phenomenal. It's one of the funniest TV shows I've ever seen. It's like a mockumentary about Dracula's who live in I'm not Dracula <laughs> vampires who live in Staten Island, New York, uh, shot mockumentary style. So you know, like The Office or this is Spinal Tap. It's hilarious. So I've been watching that. Um, I go down YouTube rabbit holes a lot too at night. Uh, you know, love uh, wrestling stories nice. or, um, yeah, anything like that. There's all kinds of different YouTube stuff I get into. Jim,
0: if you had to just stand outside in the middle of your yard and it's either, either one of these two options. All right, so you, you're just, let's just say you're in your work clothes. Do you want to stand mm-hmm. outside where it's heat index? 108 degrees for 30 minutes or stand out there when it's a uh, wind chill of let's just say 14 degrees which one are you going for? 14 mm. degrees all Half day
1: hour. I'm, I think I'm part Viking yeah I, I do not want to stand in the sun I do not like the sun so you again, got a
0: button hot. down shirt on when it's blazing hot you got that same button down on when it's frigid cold no jacket you're still out there mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I can just jump, yeah, I can jump on I can I jump on one foot back and forth, get the blood flowing. Yes, I would much rather do that than just stand and um, have sweat form in places that we can't talk about on a on a PG podcast.
0: What is something from 1997 or 1998 that you think was just awesome uh, for being that age at that time that you just feel like kids are missing out on right now. So at that time, you know, we graduated that year what was cool about the late 90s? We'll just say the late 90s that just ain't so cool right now, or people don't have the same access.
1: Uh, I think we've already kind of touched on it, but I think the technology and especially you know communication technology, so cell phones, they're great. Listen, I couldn't live without my phone, but. Um, if I could go back to 1997 and just have a phone that gave me directions to places, I think I would be a lot. I would, I would love that. If kids these days only used had phones that could call people or, you know, if we could pick one of the parts of current technology to take back, it would be, you know, uh, ways or instant directions. Uh, just the fact that you can get in touch with anybody, anytime, anywhere it's, it's just kind of a bummer, you know? So when you go on vacation, are you really, do you really feel like you're on vacation when you still have the work email icon? Pop Absolutely. Up,
0: you know? Jim, last question. Did you ever have to speak to a girl's dad on the phone because she had to call her house number to talk to her and ask her either out to a date <laughs> or she's already your girlfriend. And this is just the primary way that you can connect with her after hours
1: uh yes so that is that is and, never uh, happening
0: yeah. ever again for any teenager he's at he's in the clear doesn't have to deal no, with uh-uh. anymore no well
1: i mean if he goes to her house to pick her up you know if uh if somebody's going to come over to take ever out he's going to have to come in and sit and talk to me for a couple minutes before they leave I, so i i remember several girls dads being pretty intimidating i mean they weren't doing the whole pull out a shotgun and shine it up while we talked but it was always nerve-wracking. But, yeah, you don't have to worry about that nowadays with, with phone I calls. I remember,
0: I think it was the homecoming dance. This may have been 10th grade. My date to the dance, her dad picked me up at my house. So he's already got my date in the car. So he drops us off at the dance. Mm-hmm. When he picks us up, he drives all the way to their house, drops her off. And then, what was it like an <laughs> hour you had to drive home and talk to him. it was
1: long <laughs> enough. Just did he get you in the front seat or did he make uh, you stay in front the back? Seat. Or...
0: And Oh wow. It uh, wasn't too hard on me, but it was just that again, this is nineteen ninety four. So you don't have any phone to fiddle mm-hmm. with. You don't have anything to just yeah. oh, let me just burn away the time here in this uncomfortable situation. You're just just riding with this girl's yeah. old man for uh, what seems like an eternity.
1: Did he talk, a, or was he not was a big talker? Nice, nice
0: guy, not. Uh, uh, I, I wouldn't even say it was dead in conversations because I was too like frozen to to even like talk yeah, sure. uh, freely or or uh, loose with him. But that probably still goes on a little bit. I've got you know my kids, and it's kind of fun thinking about how you're going to treat the girlfriends and the boyfriends, and uh, I'll be I'll be easy on them. But have some fun at the same time.
1: Yeah, I can see you pulling a lot of legs and and messing with guys and gals, for
0: sure. Well, Jim, we could go on and on. We're going to have to do a part two.
1: Oh, hey, before you sign me off, i got to circle back to your music question. And it's uh, recently watched the Ken Burns um, country music uh, documentary from PBS. And if people haven't seen that, they need to search it out. And uh, I've been on a real big um golden age of country music um kick so i'm listening to a lot of older uh oh i guess silver age is what it would be so you know merle and whalen and george jones and all those folks so that's what i've been listening to so now you can sign off and tell me how great i am again and talk about well
0: uh, jim since you mentioned that and uh i'm gonna have to put you to the test here you want to you want to sing us out with some george jones maybe uh uh, she thinks I still care or
1: just because <laughs> I asked a friend about her. Perfection. Perfection. <laughs> oh gosh. That's terrible. You got to cut that All off. All right,
0: Jim, Jim Hammer, Jimmy, however many nicknames um, that you've had over the years, this has been awesome. This has been um, more than I expected. And hopefully you guys at home or in the car have enjoyed the episode as well. The first episode of Dan Time in the Books. Remember, you can look us up on X. It's at Dan Time Pod. We're also on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Jim, I don't there know that go. we talked a lot back in the day, but did we ever have a 40 minute conversation on the phone?
1: Man, maybe on one of our way, one of us being on the way to the beach or something, but um, yeah, I don't think so. This has been great. Thank you so much for having me, Danimal. It's been awesome. And I'm just uh, honored to be the first guest on a podcast dedicated to uh,
0: Dan speaking with people named Dan. Jim, thanks for being on and remember, wait until it is 7:48 at night to go out and cut your grass. Do not give yourself a heat stroke. You guys have a <laughs> great week and we will be back next week on Dan Time.